I can help anyone who's at a crossroads just figure out what their inner voice is saying to them or even just start to hear it and realize that that wise voice rising up is something you can trust. Just start having a relationship with that inner part of your being. That to me feels, I think people need to be comforted by knowing that they can trust that voice. And that doesn't mean they have to make a radical life change right this second, because it's scary <laughs> to make a big life change. But that is why I'm here. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones. Today's guest is Angie Mazel. She's an author, speaker, and conversation catalyst who helps high-achieving women release a lifetime of shoulds, pave their own way, and come home to themselves. Her memoir, Girl in the Spotlight, is a coming-of-age story about breaking cycles of the past and stepping into a life of courageous freedom. Through her speaking engagements, memoir, and weekly newsletter, Hello Friday, Angie shares personal stories that encourage readers to let go of false identities, meet and face grief and loss, and choose mindful presence over external ambition. Thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, I am just, you know, I was reading your story a little bit and I resonate so much with how you, or where you, you know, how you got to where you are today. And, um, but, you know, along different lines and I'm, there, I'm sure there's so many women out there who are kind of in the same shoes as you right now where you were maybe in the beginning of your story. So why don't you tell me a little bit about, you know, your book, and let's start with that, your book, your memoir, and what led you to write write your story? Yeah, I, um, I have a memoir. It's out now, Girl in the Spotlight. And it is a coming of age story because I had to look back at my childhood to see how that informed a lot of professional decisions I was making. And I can get to that in a minute. But the timeline of the book, the present day timeline is um, the first few years of my career as a television journalist. And that was also the first few years of my marriage. And I wanted to be the next Nancy O'Dell. I wanted to host Access Hollywood because at the time Nancy was hosting Access Hollywood and Nancy had anchored a morning show in my hometown of Charleston. And so I grew up watching her when I was a senior in high school. And so I went to journalism school and I get a job in my hometown. I'm the morning anchor and I have an agent who believes in me. And he says, I can get you to Los Angeles. And my husband, we are both journalism people and we worked at the same television station. And we had our, we made this plan for life together. And we were going to keep moving up and moving on. And we were going to get to LA. And something inside of me started to shift. And a few things in looking back triggered this longing for home and stability. And 
this yearning wasn't lining up with my goal, like this doesn't match. So it put me in this huge internal conflict. And the book chronicles that time where we actually move across the country and come back. And ultimately I leave my career in television news, but it was not until, so when I left television, finally, I felt like it freed me somehow. Like I knew that I had walked away from something huge because my identity was so wrapped up. Um, but it had become a mental health issue because I had pushed it so long and had not listened to my inner voice for so long that when I ended up in therapy, um, she once we got over the crisis of, I need to quit my job, and I did, she started working backwards. You know, Tell me about your childhood. And I'm like, and at that point, I felt like I had processed my childhood you know, just the broken home, the domestic abuse, uh, just the depression and the the alcohol, alcoholism as a form of self-medication. These, and, and all of the loss, I just, over a short period of time, I feel like I lost a lot of people. My family fell apart. And this falling apart was happening as my career aspirations were taking off. And my single, my single mom, who was telling me, you can be anything. And not that that was a bad thing. She wanted me to have a life that she didn't have. Um, but I was in such a conflict. And it wasn't until I started to write my story that I thought was very inspirational on its face, um, a story about work-life balance. I started going backwards and realizing, oh, I was carrying a lot of grief and loss and trauma into my career, as well as my gifts and my talents and my ability to succeed in that career. So if I can help anyone who's at a crossroads, just figure out what their inner voice is saying to them, or even just start to hear it, and realize that that wise voice rising up is something you can trust. Just start having a relationship with that inner part of your being. That to me feels, I think people need to be comforted by knowing that they can trust that voice. And that doesn't mean they have to make a radical life change right this second, because it's scary <laughs> to make a big life change. But that is why I'm here. Finally, I finished the book because it takes a long time to write a memoir when you are digging up your past. <laughs> How did you, so there's so many things there. One, you know, so many of us walk around with trauma, right? Whatever that is, domestic violence, a broken family, it could be abuse of some sort. Um, and then it's not until we really stopped and, and we accept it and we accept that who we are, the decision we, we make and everything that we do, it's just like, oh, that's just who I am. Right. And, and we don't realize that there could be so much more to who we are. And, and a lot of us do find our identity externally with jobs, with spouses, with a house and the picket fence and the kids and the family. And, and then we wake up and go, I have all this, but I, something's missing. Right. And how do you, the, the one thing, the one thing that, that I always wonder is, you know, how do you get someone to, to, to search for that sooner? 
before they, they, you know, they're looking there because they don't trust their intuition, right? How do you get someone to look sooner for, um, you know, the ability to, I guess, find themselves or find their identity and know who they are? Well, I have had people who are at midlife more about where I am now saying, oh, you learn things in your twenties that I'm just starting to see. And I feel like that was interesting because even as I was unraveling, I was like, I feel like I'm learning something like something. I feel awful, but maybe this is important. And so I, when I look back, I can see that I had mentors on my side, even as a teenager, and they were guiding me. And even if I didn't act on what they said right away, I heard them, if that makes sense. So it kind of stayed with me. And then as a parent, um, it really has changed how I parent my children. So maybe that is what it is. We have to be aware of maybe the messages about success that we're passing down to younger people. And we, so as a mother, I know that I have, I, I kind of, um, I, parenting really makes you like, I thought I was all healed and, <laughs> and you, it, I, you know, I get butted up against my um, limitations all the time, but um, I really just want my kids to show up to life, like go to class, do your homework, pay attention, you know, be a good person, all of that but pay attention to when you're working hard on something and no one made you do it. Like you might still have to do the thing you don't wanna do because you have to go to that class and that's life, but pay attention to what lights you up. And, you know, so I guess maybe this is more of a, just asking the question is how we make the change. And we start to look at, are we passing down messages that are really just limiting beliefs? And can we start sharing more inspiring messages even to our young people? Um, you know, that's kind of all I've um, been able to gather myself about it. And then the- That's, that's, so, that's yeah. so true because so many of us, we push our values and we push our expectations of what we want for ourselves, for our mm -hmm. kids, for our family, for our friends, for right. everyone around us. And not even knowing why we do it. Like, why do we have these ex expectations? Why do we want them to behave this way? You know, that's right. And I think um, what you were saying earlier about, you know, lots of people who have trauma probably feel like to some extent that they dealt with it or they have acknowledged it or they accepted it. And that was true for me. I, I really was a success story. And I felt like, okay, yes, that was it, but I, this happened to me, but I was also loved and I made a success of my life. But what I didn't realize is how, um, so much of what I went through had shaped my beliefs and how many of those beliefs were the things that were keeping me stuck. And I went from an empowered place of rising career to suddenly being very disempowered because I stopped listening to myself that, I, and so I think that is if someone I know sometimes it's we talk about trauma a lot these days and people are like, why do I have to go there? I don't think you go there just to I wouldn't do it without the help of a professional or, um, you know, support and having a safe space. 
but it is so that you can start to look at how it's affecting your thinking and how it's affecting the decisions that you're making today. And um, that's so key because we, we are, I always say we honor ourselves when we make decisions supporting ourselves. And you can only do that when you go and look back at your trauma. So let me ask you this about your memoir. Uh, For me, when I wrote my memoir, I thought I was fully healed. But one of the things that I found a pattern of things that really surprised me, my mom is a Sicilian immigrant, right? And she's very, very different from me altogether in so many different ways. But I found I paralleled her life so much in ways that surprised me. So what is it about your memoir that really surprised you when you were writing it? Like something you just learned about yourself that just blew you away. Hmm. I do. There is actually a scene in the book where my mom says, you're so much like me. I think, well, writing it and revising it, it forced me to go deeper than my sarcasm, like my sarcastic response or my if I wrote the scene, I was still angry about it. I had to go deeper, but actually it really helped me see everyone else's point of view. So I was able to see everybody's, and when I say everybody, all the adults in my life, and even my husband who goes through a character arc in the story, um, everybody's humanity, where you really know that people are doing I don't know if they're doing their best, but they're doing what they can with what they have. And everybody has redeeming qualities and everybody's they're they're struggling. And I really feel like I, the writing of the book healed me, but not just writing it once. It was the revising because I'm able to see all of these imperfect people living a life. And, you know, the, the one thing, that I realized about myself, I'm glad you asked that question because I think I'm realizing it now, is that I realized that I was a cycle breaker, that I didn't set out to write the book about breaking cycles of dysfunction or cycles of this, cycles of that. I was like, oh, I did because something happened as I kept working on the healing that there is something in me that even when I make a mistake, I make lots of mistakes as a parent, as a wife, as a friend, as a daughter, I catch myself and there's an awareness and then I shift and go, I, we were going to break this pattern. So I think that's what it was. I realized that I was a cycle breaker. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) You're doing, you're doing a service to, to not only your kids and your, your family's generation, but all the people that you touch in your life, because when you do break the cycle and the patterns of, of behavior, that is just not positive, that doesn't bring positive uh, experiences in your life, you really touch everyone around you. Yeah, thank you. So so, uh, so let me ask you about Hello Friday. I love the name, your weekly newsletter. What do you talk about? Do you release it on Friday? And like, what do you talk about? What's, I do, I do. And um, it took me a while. I have been blogging since my 17 year old was two. And I've been consistently inconsistent with writing short story, short form 
stories online with some sort of personal takeaway, but I've done it the whole time. Like I never um, stopped writing online. So I started doing this newsletter on Substack and I really like it because it feels like old school blogging because I can write, but people can also get it like a subscription. So that's what my weekly newsletter is. It's a little weekly story. It's usually a reflection, personal narrative. This happened to me, but I will have a takeaway that hopefully people can apply to their life. And that was another thing I realized as I was leaving TV is that this writer in me who loves personal narrative, like I will just be going through my day and then I'm in a moment and I'm present, but it starts to play out like a scene in my head and something goes, you're going to share this, you know? And so that is just the kind of writer that I am. And I hope that the people who are reading Hello Friday feel like we're having a conversation. And I love it when people comment because, um, and, and usually it's just me talking about myself, but it's making them think about something about their own life and reflect. So that's what it is. And it's really fun. And um, Hello Friday, it, I kind of got it from that Florida song, like Hello Friday. <laughs> There's like a pop song right. Friday, but I was like, or when I thought of the name, then the song started playing in my head. And I'm like, that's just kind of, um, that's the vibe that I'm going for. But the thing I pointed out too, is that we like the way Friday feels and we want to feel like Friday, but Friday doesn't always feel like Friday. So I think the point of the newsletter is also just to help us just live a life be a person, navigate the ups and downs of life and the joys and the sorrows and just be a little more alive in that journey. That's great. I love it. I love Hello Friday. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> um, we are running out of time. What do you want to, Where's what's next for you? What do you want to achieve and what do you want the audience to know? Well, I'm so excited that the book is now out, you know, I would love for people to read the book and if it resonates, share it. But for me, the book being out means I really feel ready to tell that part of my story. And I want to take my message beyond living in my today life and motherhood and really talk about that before story more and it took me a long time to finish the book but I also for whatever reason feel like the time is now and sometimes I have to pinch myself I'm like oh I finally did the thing that I always an achievement it's a huge achievement you should be so proud thank you it's it's exciting that's awesome well thank you so much you know I always say learn and lead That's what life is all about. So thank you so much. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show. Where can people find you? AngieMazelle.com, two Zs, two Ls, and I'm Angie Mazelle across all platforms. So awesome. um, even if you spell it wrong, you'll probably find me. (laughs) Terrific. Well, thank you so much. It's been a great pleasure. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. 
thank you.